Welcome to Rise and Thrive. Join me as we explore today's episode. So this week, I am so, so excited about our topic. And uh, as you may already know, we are talking about living life by design. And in my virtual studio today, I have a wonderful woman of God, full of wisdom, but also coming from an experiential uh, background where she has gone through a season in her life where she's had to redesign her life. Uh, And, you know, this has helped her come out of uh, grief and begin to thrive again and begin to live life really by design. I'm sure you will agree that we have a choice every day what kind of life we will accept and embrace. So without further ado, I want to introduce to you in my virtual studio today, I am with Lady Joy Chasha. Please make her welcome. Lady Joy, you are welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be with you, my lady. Uh, my Pastor D, you are such a wealth of wisdom. I thank God for you. I thank God for the work that you're doing, uh, sending the word of God to the nations. I am a recipient of everything that you're doing, the book, um, all those uh, wisdom conversations that you have. Oh my God, thank you for availing yourself to the Lord and being a blessing to the nations. Thank you for that. I'm so glad you could make time. You are a busy woman. So thank you for making time to come here and just share your experience. But above all the wisdom, you know, because this is a wisdom conversation. So we can't wait to dig into the wisdom that God has built over the years in your life. But Rise and Thrive family, before we get into our discussion today, I always say, We always want to know where we are drawing our wisdom from. So I want to read a bio about this wonderful woman of God, who is Lady Joy Chasha. Some of you may know her, but some of you may not. So Lady Joy is an enthusiastic communications expert whose experience working with international organizations in the development world spans over 20 years. She is a kingdom queen, widowed and a public speaker who is a biological mother of two grown-up children. Lubona, who is 21, and Chibunga, who is 19. She is also a spiritual mother to many young ladies that she has mentored over the past decade. Apart from that, she is a businesswoman, worship leader, writer, speaker, instructor, lecturer, as well as a deaconess at Northmid Assemblies of God Church. And she is also heading the missions department there at her church. Wow, wow, wow. Apart from that, she is passionate about seeing people find their identity in God, healed, restored, and realigned with the Lord Jesus Christ so that they will fulfill their God-given purpose and assignment. Since her husband transitioned into glory in 2021, Lady Joy has focused her ministry particularly on helping other widows find their feet and help 
in God himself. We want to just say, look, this is a very brave thing for you to do. A lot of people, when they go through what you've gone through, would rather just go into hiding. But I'm so glad you never succumbed to that. And here you are, a wealth of wisdom, and we are ready to receive from you. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 3 to 7, the Bible reads, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the suffering of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patience, endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our suffering, so also you share in our comfort. This was the Apostle Paul speaking to the church in Corinth, and encouraging them that whatever they were facing as apostles and leaders, it was not just for them to go through suffering unnecessarily. It was so that the people that followed them could tap into the same grace to remain resilient in times of trouble. So this is why we are here and we are excited to tap into your wisdom, Lady Joy. We talk about grief and you know, grief by definition is um, intense sorrow, especially caused by someone's death. Um, those first four weeks when your husband passed, what were the things that helped you navigate the first four weeks? Because I know that could have been the most confusing or the most difficult time to navigate. What were the things that became priority to you to take care of in that first four weeks? And then just take us down the journey of how you uh, managed to come out of that state where sometimes you know you can feel paralyzed because this thing has come to you very sudden no one prepares for death and nothing prepares us for death really especially the death of a spouse so um talking to someone out there that may have experienced grief in terms of losing a loved one a husband a sibling or a member of the family how can you bring to light those first four weeks, uh, how did you anchor yourself? Um, a great question. Um, I, 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 I will say right from the start, mm. I encountered God. Um, when I look back um, and hearing other women of God talk about grief, I realize that, you know, how we invest in our lives, what we invest in our lives in terms of the word of God, our experiences with God, our encounters with God, really, really carry us through um, in, in the days of adversity. For me, day one, in fact, right at the 
uh, moment when I received the news that my husband had died. Because you see, earlier on, the doctor had called me to the hospital and um, said to me, we need you to talk to your husband. Uh, he, he had uh, severe COVID complications and they had to enabulate him. So um, he had all these tubes and the doctor said that we fear that we're losing him, like he's going. So I want you to go into ICU, talk to him, and perhaps he'll come back to us. I'm like, what on earth is going on? In the morning, as far as I was concerned, he was okay. You know, he was stable. But by lunchtime, his condition had changed. And I went in there and um, I really thank God for those last moments that I had with him because I was able to release him to my father. Um, when I was praying for him to come back like Lazarus, yes, you were dead four days and Jesus called you out of that grave and you came out alive. I used that, you know, and I was speaking to him and I was saying, come back to us, come back to us. I didn't have the peace of God. And then I said to the Lord, you know what, Lord, if it's time for him to go, I release him into your hands. I had that opportunity to do that. But having released him in the hands of the Lord, I still came back home to prepare food for him uh, so that I would take it back to the ICU for him to be fed. So around 15 hours, he died. And I got a message from the nurse. Uh, I spoke to her over the phone and she said to me, I'm sorry to let you know that your husband has died. And I'm thinking, how, when? Lord, I thought he was coming back. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. And as I, as I began to process the news that my husband had died, immediately the devil began to speak to me and he said, uh-huh, you see your God has failed. Didn't you pray? Didn't you fast? Didn't you stand on the word of God? Didn't you confess the word of God? Didn't you, um, you know, believe with everything you had? Didn't you have this faith? And I'm thinking, actually, those are facts. I did pray. I did fast. What's yeah. going on? But by the grace of God, I remembered who God is to me. Yeah. I remembered what God has done for me. You see, um, the journey that the Lord has taken me through is a very unique one. It's, it's very, very unique. I've had to accept that it's been a very unique journey. Painful as it was, um, glorious it has been. The morning of the day that my husband died, the Lord kept on impressing on my heart the song by Judy Kay, Capable God. He is a capable God. He does not lie. He does not fail. Is there anything too hard for my God? If there's anything too hard for my God, well, it still does not exist because yeah. my God is capable. That's mm -hmm. the song. I, you know, that came to me in the early hours of the day that my husband died. So now the devil is telling me, your God is a liar. He has failed you. That song came to mind. God does not fail. God yeah. does not lie. God is a capable God. 
So now I had to make a decision to front off the devil immediately. Yeah. Because I know that the devil is a liar from the beginning. He's the father of all lies. So to front him off, mm. I figuratively turned to him and I said to him, look, yes, I prayed, I fasted. Yes, I don't understand what has happened. I had faith that my husband would live. I had faith that my husband would walk out of hospital. All those promises that that I stood on and prayed with him and believed God for. Yes, yes, yes. Although I do not understand, here is what I know from the word of God. Mm. I know that if you had known that killing Jesus on that cross, if mm. you devil had this foreknowledge, Come on. you know, of what happened to me as a believer to to the world the gift of salvation if you had known that G- killing jesus on the cross was going to bring redemption to mankind and today i am a testimony i have a covenant relationship with my father if you had known you would not have killed him you would Come not on. have allowed jesus to die on that cross i may not understand what has happened I may not understand why God has chosen to take my husband now, but here's one thing I will do. I will not point a finger at my father. I will trust God. I will believe in God. I will trust that the Lord is holding my future in his hands, that he's going to carry us through the pain, that he will bring his healing into our lives and he will enable us to rise again. And I said to the devil, Mm-hmm. If ever I was sluggish in my relationship with my father, mm. now is where I hold on to my God. I'm going to hold on to my God. Nothing is going to shake me. The, the death of my husband will not shake me. So get out of my mind. Come get on. out of my family. Get out of our lives in Jesus' name. And then mm. I turned to the Lord now, figuratively. And yeah. I began to, because now I knew the devil had, had kicked out the devil. And yeah. I went into my secret place with the Lord. And wow. I could pour out my heart to my father. And I know uh, that he understood my pain. He understood what I was saying to him. And I said to, to my Lord, Lord, my husband is gone. He is gone. Father, he is gone. I need your help. I can't walk this walk alone in this journey without my husband i need you right from the start i need you i need you i need you so that's how the grieving uh process began Mm. the next morning i awoke frantically thinking i am so late i need to go to the hospital and um, carry uh, take the the porridge and this Mm. porridge used to take like 45 minutes because it had to be extremely smooth and extremely light. So it had to cook for a long time. You know our mealy meal. <laughs> so I, I figured I was so late. And just before I jumped out of bed, I realized oh, my husband is gone. Mm-hmm. And I began to weep. I began to weep. My lady, this this is my testimony as i sat mm. on my bed suddenly i began to feel this heat like 
you know, in the cold season when you put a heater on your back and you're mm-hmm. feeling this warmth on your back, I yeah. felt that. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what's what's this warmth? But I'm I'm busy crying. I'm busy wailing to my God. And then this warmth began to envelop me. And mm. I literally felt the hug of God. And it was beautiful. It felt like, you know, it felt like my room opened up. And then there were these raindrops of love that were falling on me. And I felt like, you know, uh, if you've been in, in the field and you're doing your farming and then you come, come back home, you just want to take a shower. You know, that refreshing uh, mm. feeling that you get when you stand under the shower. That yeah. is what I felt. I felt like there was such filth in me that these drops of love began to wash away and in that moment i literally heard the lord say to me joy tell yourself god loves joy so now i stopped wailing and i'm thinking oh the devil can't tell me to tell me that god loves me because yeah knowing god loves me is healing by itself so the devil wants me to 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 suffer he can't be the one talking to me. So yeah. I I decided, fine, okay, it's Joy talking to Joy. Or it's the Lord talking to me. So whether it's Joy talking to me or, 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 or the Lord talking to me, let me obey. And in between the sobs, I began to scream, God loves Joy. God loves Joy. And the more I said that, the more I felt like God was pouring his strength into me. And the, the 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 wailing was reducing, the mm. the pain was it, it's it's like it was oozing out of me, like coming out of me, and I'm like, oh wow, this is amazing, this is mm. good. Before I knew it, I had stopped sobbing, I was strong again. I began to prepare the house because it was just my son and I in the home, and we began to prepare the house in readiness for whoever was coming to join us at the funeral. So, um, as the funeral started, you're, you're talking about the, the first four weeks or the, the one month. As mm-hmm. the funeral started, one of those days, I was sitting in my corner. You see, because God had, had revealed his love to me, it had strengthened me so that I would not break under pressure. Come on. One of those days, I was sitting with some friends around me, I was sitting in another room because of COVID so that we reduce the number of people that would surround me. Mm. My lady, I began to lift off the ground, literally. Wow. Now, I'm looking at my friends and I can see them, they're down there and I'm lifting off the ground. I'm thinking, no, I'm going crazy. And then fear gripped my heart. I said, Lord, what's happening to me? I can't afford to lose my mind. I need to be strong. And the Lord said to me, do not fear. This is what I mean in my word. When I say, I will send forth my angels to lift you, to carry you in their arms, you know, to keep you from harm so that you do not even dash your foot against a stone. This is what I talk about. I was ecstatic. Thankfully, I was wearing a mask. So when I was smiling and almost screaming (laughs) hallelujah, 
Nobody could say, could only see my eyes. <laughs> and you know, I can imagine. The Lord yeah, I can imagine, you know. Yeah. Yes. I can imagine because, you know, in our traditional, you know, in, in our culture, you know, the, it's expected that when you're a widow, especially when you're still mourning, you know, they don't expect you to smile or laugh or, you know. So I can imagine how that would have been quite foreign to see you just burst into laughter or burst into My the friends would have thought I had gone mad. Yeah. They would have thought I had gone crazy because they knew the pain that mm. I, I was experiencing. I mean, they, they could see that. They could see that I was strong, but they knew that joy is broken. I was broken. But the love of God held me together. So after that passed, you're talking about the first four weeks. We buried my husband uh, on a Monday. And uh, soon after the burial rites, everybody had left. And it was just myself, my my son, and my mom who had remained to, to stay with me. And I said to the Lord, Lord, how am I going to live my life without my husband? How? And God being faithful, he showed me this huge wheel, like a chariot wheel, you know, with the with the metals that converge in the middle. Yeah. And yeah. We, in, in between those metals, I saw um, like different generations of people. I saw all kinds of people young old i saw everybody being productive in wow. those spaces and this wheel was moving away from me consistently moving away consistently within the dimensions of time like every 24 hours it's moving very consistently like the the clock you know it's yeah. very consistent yeah and then when it disappeared, the Lord said to me, if you remain in that place where you are saying to me, Lord, how am I going to live my life without my husband? That is a place of helplessness. Yeah. It's a place of hopelessness. If you remain there, he said to me, Joy, you forever play catch up with the world. You Come are on. the head and not the tail. You are above only and not beneath. You need to arise from that place. You need to get up. If you decide to stay where you are, I'll be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will still be with you. However, my daughter, I want you to arise. If you have to crawl, he said to me, crawl. If you have to walk, walk, jog run, sprint, you know, fly, or you can soar like the eagle, he said to me. I want you to arise. I chose to arise right from the beginning. And that is when the Lord said to me, I will show you how to do this. I will show you how to live your life. I will give you strategies that you will live by so that you live your life by design, not mm. by the circumstances that you're experiencing, not by the pain that you, you, you feel, you know? I want you to live your life by design, not by the traditions of men, 
because the traditions of men make the word of God of no effect. I will yeah. show you what to do. And I said, Father, who am I to, <laughs> to try and reason uh, it out? You will mm. give me wisdom. You will mm. give me understanding. You will give me knowledge. You will give me strategies. You will show me your plan. You know, living life by design, it simply means living by the plan that God has for your life. Because a design simply puts, you know, the the elements together, arranges these elements together in order to fulfill purpose. So what is that plan of God for my life? If I'm going to live my life by the plan of God, what is that plan of God? God has said in Jeremiah uh, 29 that I have great plans for you, good Mm. plans for you, Mm. plans to... uh, plans that are good not to harm you but plans that are good plans to prosper you and to give you an expected end those are the plans that god has for me to help me fulfill my destiny and the lord had said to me the plans or the word the 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 word i've spoken over your life the plans that i have for your life i have i made those plans before you were formed in your mother's womb. And the Bible yeah. does say in, in, in Psalm 139, it, it talks, verse 16, it talks about, you saw my unformed body. Before mm. I was open in my mother's womb, you mm. ordained days for me, for my life. And those days were written in your book even before, mm. you know, they came. To me. So God had this plan already for my life and the plan transcends the day my husband died Mm. that plan the plans the good plans of god did not end when my husband died god had to show me that those plans are beyond my husband's death are beyond Mm. him transitioning into heaven god saw me alive beyond my husband's death and his plans still stand So living by design is living according to the word of God, according to the plan already set in motion even before I was formed in my mother's womb. And I said, Father, you will show me your plans. You will show me how to live my life. You will give me the wisdom. God said to me, I want you to share your life, share your testimony so that you are able to encourage others when they look up to me they will arise from their pain. They will arise from their um, brokenness. They will be healed because they will hear that I am a a loving God. They will hear that I am God alone. And you know, God has called you and me to become his witnesses in the earth. Witnesses who have seen, witnesses who have heard, witnesses who have experienced him and were able to stand and say beside him there is no other god i can stand today because i have heard god i have experienced i have known god i have seen what i have tasted and i've seen the goodness of god in my life so Mm. i am a witness and i choose to be a witness today so every day i wake up I make a decision that regardless of what surrounds me, I will look up to the Lord because when I look up to the Lord, he makes my face radiant. 
When I look up to the Lord, he strengthens me. When I worship God, he pours his strength into me. He pours his grace into me. He pours his favor into me. And I can walk in his power. I can walk in his miracles. I can live my life in favor. That song. Oh my God. It's my testimony. Amen. So those were the first four weeks. Those were the first four weeks. Wow. 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 You know, like I said, very unique. You see, he told me that, you know, once in a while, you will break down and cry. And I've been there. I understand that. I understand that pain. I miss my husband and I would break down and cry. But here's what God said to me. I want you to celebrate your husband as a strategy for your life. Because Mm. when you celebrate your husband, you don't begin to mourn and say, oh, now me, what, oh God, I miss my husband. Now I'm a poor, wretched widow. No, when you celebrate your husband, you are going to thank me for uh, loaning him to you. You're going to thank me for all the, the, the times that you spent with him, with, him, with him. And he said to me, do not focus on any ugliness in your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. focus on, on the beautiful experiences with him. That's very and important. And mm-hmm. if you feel, if you feel uh, guilty that you, you, you probably would have wanted to do this or you wish you did not do what you did, to, you know, against him because his life was short on the earth, forgive yourself. Walk in forgiveness of yourself and celebrate his life and that is what i began to do when the emotions would arise from the inside of me making me feel so downcast making Mm. me feel like i have energy to arise and get up you know what i'm saying Mm. i would begin to celebrate my husband's life lord i thank you for this man that you gave me that you loaned to me for almost 30 years I am a blessed woman. Look at how my life has been blessed because my husband was in my life. Oh God, I remember those beautiful times we had together and I'd begin to smile, thanking God for my husband. So he told me, celebrate his life. Every time you're feeling down, celebrate his life and couple it with praise and worship. Because you see, when you are celebrating something, you are filled with gratitude. Mm. You are filled with gratitude. And then I would pour this, my gratitude, back to the Lord, the one who loaned me, my husband. And then yeah. I'll begin to worship God. Father, I thank you that you make my life beautiful regardless. I thank you mm. that you are rebuilding my life, oh God. I thank mm. you like that, like Nehemiah, there will be no rubble in my life. There will be no rubble. There will be no broken mm. stones in mm. my life. Every mm. brokenness, Jehovah, you are putting it together. You are anointing it. You are using it to make my life beautiful, to make me strong, to have a testimony that when I stand to speak and encourage mm. another woman that mm. God is that God is a healer of the broken heart, that God is the one that comes and restores our lives. I will be a testimony to that person. They will see my life Mm. and see God in my life. Mm. I said, Mm. oh God, thank you that you chose me as a vessel. It's painful, it's painful. I I am aware, 
that it's mm. it's a painful process but i thank you yes. that you're taking me out of this process i thank you that you are my god you are my father you are now my husband mm. my and lady. you're not just a champion um you know at this point i was just um going to say you know it's it's just powerful how god just drew you out from the very first few days you know that from this the, happened from the you. day and my husband the very did. day you know he began the to speak day. joy you can't remain on this mountain but i also love how you acknowledge that you know you didn't just jump out you know oh no you had to make a choice to hear yes. what god was saying because you see in in um we we are so body and spirit right and much as the spirit man has that um ability to connect with god we live in a body that has feelings and so these emotions of pain and grief are very real oh, and yeah. and i think that's why you know in the psychology world they talk about the stages of grief and and yeah. and so there's five stages of grief you know you go through the denial stage you go through the anger stage and and um uh, you know then you you go through this depression um at some point and then you 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 go back into acceptance so you go through these five stages and and they say that you you haven't really recovered until you get to the acceptance stage and and i love how god just quickly brought you to this stage oh. and and you know in in light of being um a person that has lost a very dear person to you um people will come to you with a lot of advice and say things like be strong um don't cry because of the children um be strong for the children is is usually a common thing they'll tell you but i believe part of the ways that we process grief is to actually allow it to take its course so that you're not moving from this experience into this place where you haven't even accepted that this thing has happened i think it's very important for us to draw that line to say you know as as a widow or someone who's lost a loved one um don't be under pressure to just jump from this has happened and i'm just going to turn around and ignore is the word so we are not saying ignore the fact that this thing has happened mm-hmm. i'm sure you've heard lady joy say it hurt it's very important to say that because you have people who will say don't just bypass grief like it's nothing it's an emotion that is very real and it is to be felt but what we are saying is don't camp on that mountain of grief there's a way that god can help you redesign your life to actually move from grief to thriving in your life knowing that god can help you redesign your life and i thought i should throw that in there because um yeah, in fact you uh, know we lady... are very different people we are very different maybe lady joy's uh, experience may have been that she was she had a stronger grounding prior to you know spiritual grounding prior to the husband passing on but you could be out there and you 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 might be saying oh i'm struggling i still cry a lot and i still feel discouraged a lot and i don't know how to be strong for my children i want to um just ask you to give us a few strategies that someone that is still struggling hasn't yet come out the way you have come out 
how can they navigate those stages because like we say there's five stages of grief you know there's the denial stage where you say this is not happening to me and and you've kind of touched on that initially when we started the discussion but how can you guide someone through those days when they actually feel angry because you know the the stages of grief yeah, are fine but sometimes that's one you go back and forth yeah you go back and forth from acceptance you might come back into anger why is that woman still having the husband these are real feelings and and conversations that you can My have God, in your head as a human being so touching yeah. on that of being a real human being i know we are spiritual beings but when those feelings begin to come and they will come because the enemy like we say is cunning he will want to remind you you're on your own your husband is gone uh look maybe you go to a wedding and that just triggers you and you begin to think oh my goodness my husband is not here with me can you just comment on yeah. that because it's interesting to know how you manage those that. Yeah, God took me through all that. You see the biggest disappointment, the biggest reason why people um get angry. They get angry at the dead and they can get angry at God. Yeah. It's because we do not judge God properly in those moments. Mm. We have to learn strategy number 1. You have to judge God properly. Look at the story of 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 um Sarah in in Hebrews Hebrews 11. It talks about Sarah who was barren having a baby. Why? How? Because she believed God who promised. We have to judge God properly. This time when my husband died, I was able to judge God properly. Remember the devil said to me, "Eh, uh-huh. your god has failed you because the idea was i should get angry at god yeah. but i by the grace of god and and this is because many many years ago when we just got married for four years i did not have um a child and um i remember through the miscarriages i began to to really point a finger at the lord and i said to him you are giving everybody else babies my babies keep miscarrying you know they 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 are they are, they are dying in my womb what's going on i got very upset with god i got very depressed and god rescued me out of that so this time around i knew better than to point a finger at god many times people fail to pray people don't even want to enter church why they're upset with god because they feel very disappointed with mm. with this god when we are on this side of heaven we may not understand everything that is happening to us we don't understand everything and our brains we are creatures that want to to understand but sometimes you don't understand so my husband dies and our plan was to grow old together what is my response to this god to whom i was praying i can choose to be disappointed by him or i can choose while i don't understand i'm going to hold on to god so judge god properly judge him as faithful judge him as one who loves you regardless is anything too hard for god to do in our lives no is anything able to separate me from the love of god in christ jesus what challenges is it famine is it disaster 
is it this is it that and for me is it the death of my husband mm. i had to accept no nothing shall separate me from the love of yeah. god when you have a revelation a revelation of the love of god it inspires hope for today it inspires hope for tomorrow you have a positive expectation of Come what on. the lord uh, has in store for you for the next day mm. so judge god properly instead yeah. of running away from god and allowing anger to take over mm. run to god let him Hallelujah. touch your heart let him comfort you let him hold you in his arms so that mm. you know you are not angry you move away from that anger stage yeah the next thing um judging god properly and uh having a revelation that you are utterly loved unconditionally nothing can separate you from the love of god you need to ensure that you face your pain god told me you have to face your pain we yeah. buried my husband on a monday and he said to me go to church on sunday i said i can't go to church on sunday he said oh well you said you wanted to crawl to walk to run to arise <laughs> i said yes and he said mm. you want me to give you my strategy i said yes he said go to church on sunday so now the whole week i'm preparing to go to church how am i going to enter church how am i going to sit in that seat where i used to sit with my husband and now i'm sitting alone believe you me it took courage he kept on telling me joy be strong uh, take courage do not fear do not be dismayed get up yeah. get up my daughter go to church i went wow. to church i had to face my pain here's what yeah. happened to me i look around suddenly all them couples i never used to notice before i noticed yeah. Mm-hmm. I noticed them and mm-hmm. I began to feel upset like oh my god I began to feel jealousy I began to feel envy in fact I can confess here and now I think this will help someone I said okay so you people who are walking around standing around with your husbands you think that uh, hey you have them forever look at me look at where I'm at okay so wait until your husband dies then you feel what i'm feeling right now and then i looked at myself in that moment this is at church my first day at church after the burial and i said oh my god where is this ugliness coming from and the lord said to me you need to get rid of that root of bitterness root of anger root of jealousy root of envy and i said father i repent Mm. from today onwards when these things begin to arise on the inside of me i will choose to be happy for them yeah i i walk in my own path they have their own path mm. i was blessed with my husband let them be blessed by uh, the blessings that you've poured into their lives their husbands in fact father their husbands should not die they should live and grow old together yeah <laughs> i had to face my pain Mm. I had to get rid of the jealousy and then he said to me next I want you to attend the wedding I said I can't attend the wedding because <laughs> you see my covenant my love is gone and then I should start watching other people's love begin me uh, he said you have to follow my strategy I went mm. to that wedding I made sure I put makeup on my face mm. so that I don't spoil it with tears and I yeah. said father 
while I'm rejoicing with them, help me not to have tears of joy because they'll think I'm mourning my husband. <laughs> I went to the wedding. I attended weddings. Uh, and my lady, I am proud to say and pat myself on my back that I am so happy mm. to uh, be happy for others. I've yeah. passed my test. Mm. I am happy that other people are finding love and, you know, starting their uh, marital or marriage journey. I'm happy for mm. you, for your husband, in your mm. life. I'm happy for you. From the depth of my heart, I had to face my pain. I had to face any jealousy. I had to face any envy. I had to uh, realign myself. What does the word of God say? Mm. Live your life by design. Yeah. The plan of God. And that mm. plan is revealed through the word of God. Mm. Another thing mm. that the Lord said to me, avoid the traditions of men. Mm. The traditions of men concerning the widow, you must be sad yeah. for the longest time ever. You must show that you loved your husband by living a life that is painful. Mm. I said to God, I do not want pain. You yeah. are a God that heals me. So mm. I avail my heart to you. Father, you continue to help me to walk in the healings of mm. God. So mm. I will not walk with my head downcast. I am a queen. I yes. belong to Jesus now. Yes. I am the bride of Christ. He is mm. my husband. So why should I walk around with my head stooped down? Mm. I had to rebuild my identity in Christ. You see, although mm. my status changed from yeah. being a Mrs. Joy Chasha to becoming Miss MS Joy Chasha, mm. my lady, mm. my identity mm. in the Lord Jesus Christ has not changed. It did not change. Mm. That's my powerful. value has not changed. Widows today, most of them walk around feeling like they are valueless because of the way society treats us. Mm -hmm. So I had to prop myself up and mm -hmm. say, I will revel in the love of God. When mm -hmm. pain comes, I will hold on to my father until it lifts yeah. off me. I yeah. will walk in victory. I will I walk, live my life by design, not mm -hmm. by my circumstances. And mm -hmm. I said, Father, arise above my circumstances. Circumstances are the happening. I choose to arise, to be above mm -hmm. my circumstances. Yeah. And when you make those daily decisions, mm. you will walk power. You will mm. be strengthened, Lord, and in the power of his mind. It's nothing to do with your own strength. Mm. I choose to put my hand in the hand of the Lord, yeah. like a little child. And when we are walking along life's journey and people are watching us, Mm. They see that Joy's hand is in the hand of the Lord. Mm. When there's a rock in front of me, he lifts me up and he, he carries me over that rock onto safe ground. I don't need to have this strength, personal strength. No, it is the strength of the Lord holding my hand that enables me not to stumble. And even if I stumble, I will not fall. Why? Because the Lord is... He keeps, you know, uh, ordering my steps. 
he keeps moving me along life's way he's by my side mm. christianity is real yeah when you're feeling down don't be ashamed that you felt down when yeah. i'm upset with something i'm feeling upset about something i say to the lord lord i i don't feel good i'm not happy about this but i choose to trust you some trust in chariots and horses i choose to trust you and the more i begin to worship worship is another strategy mm. he pours oh, yes. strength in me and helps me to see a bright future not a bleak future a bright mm. one i have mm. great plans for you to prosper you to give you an expected end that's my god another wow. strategy that god gave me you know i think love about uh, what before you go about. to the next strategy you know what i love about what you've just said is that i've i've heard you time and and, and again say i choose to i choose to yeah i choose to and i think that is a very important thing to 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 note that it's a choice you know god does not impose himself on us and and you know the bible does say in in john uh 10:10 that the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy but i have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly so that's it's, right. it's like you being given that choose ye this day you know shall you choose yes. death or shall you choose yes. life yes. and i think it's like you've said a choice that we have to make every single day because for as, as long as the sun rises in the morning that is another opportunity for you to choose whether you're going to trust god or you're going to listen to the lies of the enemy and i also that's love right. how you highlighted you know the fact that you acknowledged the pain but you also put it to a test by going to do those things that would normally trigger you in the negative like going to a wedding and and coming to the point where god dealt with that pain and you could sit in a wedding yes, and genuinely yeah. be happy for people and and yeah. so at the end of the day when you choose that god is going to be the one that will hold your hand there is an effort to be applied there you have to make a conscious decision that every morning you will say today i'm going to trust god today is That's a different right. thing you've never been to the future so stepping into mm. a brand new day you know becomes an opportunity for you to choose well if yesterday you mm. broke down and you fell apart when the sun rises again it's another opportunity child of god it's to reach out day. to say, god i'm ready today can i try again can i try again another can, day. I, can i put my hand in yours and and i love that you 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 came from you know that stage of acknowledgement and you grew into accepting and then you grew into you know celebrating the very things that should have been triggering you to the negative but also you used those things as building blocks to redesign your life into a, a life of joy into a life that is empowering others all that started from you making a choice that you will not allow grief to to overwhelm you um we are getting to the final minutes of our broadcast so what i will ask you to do is lady joy this is so loaded i will have to have you back here but before we even start to wind up because i feel like we've only just started and i'm thinking <laughs> i know right i'm only on my 
my fourth Listen strategy <laughs> yeah you know you you give us those strategies because we want someone out there to be empowered you know grief can be such an overpowering thing when you don't know how to process it and it it's can just terrible cause you to disappear from the face of the earth you just want to curl up it's in bed terrible. and not wake up to face the world so this is a very important topic which i feel we need to expand a little bit further and so we need to come back and still you know build some strategies around what we've discussed today but carrying on um give us those uh other strategies that you have uh, prepared for us to to you know to embrace and digest uh, on this program how That's can right. we live a life by design what are the strategies you know apart from what you've already shared what can someone take yes. home from this platform as something they can hold on to and say hey if god did it for lady joy he can do it for me one of the big ones is you need to think about what you think about you need to be conscious about what you allow in your mind god said to me philippians 4 uh, verse 8 think about only the things that are good things that are pure things that are you know have have uh, have excellent value things that will bless me things that will build me those are the things that you should be thinking about the reason why god insists that we think about such things you see it's what we think about that impacts on how we feel yeah it's not the other way around if you want to change how you feel it matters what you think about so it matters what you focus on it matters what you watch it matters what you hear because these uh-huh. are the doors to the soul think about what you think about examine it What are you thinking? Are you thinking that you're poor wretched? You are, you know, your life is finished. You will never arise or whatever is causing that. The the people that get depressed, I've been depressed before like I mentioned when I used to have those miscarriages. Depression, it hammers your brain. It hammers your mindset. You have painful thinking, painful thoughts. and those painful thoughts translate into painful emotions and they paralyze you you can't get out of bed god told me every day you wake up joy you're going to spread your bed make sure it looks beautiful your room will be done before you go for work to this day i do that late or not late you know just that effort Th- think about what you think think about only good things only good things because from your mind from your thoughts it's your emotions from your emotions you will act out yeah the reason why i can walk with a spring in my step is because i feel good yeah why because i have dealt with depression from my brain i have dealt with depression and depressive thoughts there i replace those thoughts with the word of god on mm. a daily basis Yeah. On a daily basis, I choose to do that. When I'm feeling thinking strange, I begin to tell myself, "Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Your soul encompasses your mind, it encompasses your emotions, it encompasses your will." So I tell myself, "I will do will. 
I will think good things, my thoughts, and I will feel good, good feelings because my my mind is sorted. That yeah. in itself is like a whole topic by itself. But mm. I learned, and just doing, um, uh, focusing on what the Bible says. If I'm experiencing something negative, I go to the Word of God and I say, "What does the Word of God say concerning this matter?" Mm. I check it out. And I begin to dwell on it. I begin to meditate on it. Before I know it, that thing that should have caused me to fear can't stay in my life. It flies out the window because I'm focused on the love of God. And the love of God drives out fear from our lives. The reason why a lot of people are still down, it's because of the fear that grips their hearts, because of the depression that just, you know, paralyzes them and they can't get up. And not to condemn anyone. If you are mm. in that state today, choose to focus your mind, focus on what the word of God says. Meditate on that word. Another thing is keep good friends. Don't stay with friends that keep telling you, you know, it's going to take like three years for you to come out of this. <laughs> oh, yes. Which, oh, yes. Which Bible? Which Bible? My lady, yeah. in Deuteronomy yeah. 34, verse, yeah. verse 8. The Israelites were only allowed to mourn for Moses for 30 days. Yeah. 30. Three, zero. zero. This is Bible we're talking about. After 30 days, that is the time allotted for mourning. And you're not mourning any other person. It's Moses we're talking about. Mm. It's Moses, the man of God that, you know, God has said about him. There'll be no other man like him, as humble as him. That precious Moses. 30 mm. days, Mudal. 30 yeah. days, my lady. Mm. And they had to get up because they needed to go possess the land. You will not possess your land Come on. Oh. if you are depressed. Yeah. You will Come. not possess your land if your mindset is, oh, why me? Oh, me, mm. dear, poor, wretched me. You will mm. not possess your land. You need to yeah. get up and say, yes, I've been through a rough patch, but I'm going to get up. I've been Come through on. pain, but I'm going to get up. Yes, my walls were broken like in the days of Nehemiah, but we are rebuilding that wall in the name of Jesus. Sandana and Tobiah can come to you and say, hey, you think you got, you're going to rise up again? Ooh. Hey, and Tobiah says, just beds sitting on the wall, the wall will fall. Will fall. Mm. Some people think, oh, just give a small problem to Joy. She's, yeah. Muzala. It mm. is dun, 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 holding on to my Jesus. <laughs> when I hold on to Jesus, rebuilding mm. is assured. Mm. Strength is assured. The mm. joy of the Lord, which is your strength, is assured. The joy of the Lord comes from the word of God. It does yeah. not come from happenings. So something good happens and then you are happy. Joy is through happiness. It is through painful situations it is through the storm because why you are focused on what the word of god says the plan of god i choose to live my life by design not by my circumstances no not by the happenings around me no not by the expectations of man the traditions of men that make the word of god of no effect that i should only get healed after three years no i can choose to get healed today today 
my leg yes. today. Yes. I choose yes. to hold on yes. to God because that healing comes from him. So when I hold mm. on to him, I'm connecting. Mm. The anointing will flow. The favor will flow. Come the on. grace will flow. The mercies of God will flow Hallelujah. because I'm connecting. There's a yes. conduit there through which, yes. you know, all these things are coming to me and I receive them by faith. Mm. So the mm. traditions of the expectations of men that you can't get up you can't be productive you have mm. to wait 10 years you have to wait uh, maybe a year or so for you to be productive those are traditions of men what does the bible yeah. say yeah. we are not saying god does not acknowledge your pain that's mm. why he gave the children of israel a mourning period mm. so that they could cry they could scream they could whatever it was allowed mm. process but there process. comes a time when you have to mm. arise because yeah. life waits for nobody the wheel of life no. keeps on turning and moving every 24 hours if you yeah. remain yeah. in a place of pain for too long you forever mm. play catch up with how will yeah. you influence your world from a place of pain from yeah. a place of defeat you mm. have to arrive you have to walk in the victories of God. You see, his arm is outstretched towards you. It is a strong, it is yes. a victorious arm. It is a strong arm that holds you up, even right now, to help you through this journey. And you're going to wow. make it. Wow. Wow. Every day I know I'm making it because mm. I remain in God. It is not by power. It is not by might. It is by the spirit of the living God that every mountain that stands yes. before me, I can say to it, mm. who and what are you, almighty mountain, before joy chapter? Mm. You will be like level ground now, yeah. and I'm going to walk over you. Grief, yes. I walk over you every yes. single day. You yes. will not hold me. I miss yeah. my husband sometimes, and I'm like, oh, God, I miss my husband. I miss my husband. You know what I'm saying? But mm. the Lord helps mm. me. In fact, one of the experiences I had recently, <laughs> very funny but very serious, things began to happen around me, and I was overwhelmed with, oh, my God, I don't have the strength to sort out that problem. If my husband was here, if my, and that's all I began to say, oh, we think my husband. Uh-huh. The Lord caused me to fall into a deep sleep and gave me some dream. In that dream, he said, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. And he was yeah. standing over me and he said, Joy, you gotta stop it. And I'm like, what, what am I stopping, Lord? I'm so sorry, I'm, I'm hurting you. He said, stop referring to your husband's ability in the past to have sorted out that problem. If he was around, he would have sorted it out. You are behaving just like the children of Israel. When mm. I delivered them out of Egypt, now they're in the desert land en route to the promised land. Mm. En route to all the blessings that I had for them. And in that desert, they hurt me. In that desert, they sinned because they chose to look back at Egypt. Mm. I said, fuck, no more. If my husband was here, uh, this problem would have been sorted out. I will, I'm the one who's alive today. So mm. I choose yes. to look to you. I choose mm. 
to allow you to show me what to do. I should I choose to allow you to give me the strength to doing it, to give me the wisdom. Nowadays my I'm I'm standing on uh, Isaiah 66. The spirit of of God. The spirit of God is a spirit of knowledge. It's a spirit of wisdom. It's yeah. the spirit of understanding. It's mm-hmm. the spirit of might. It's the spirit of counsel and it's the spirit of uh the fear of God. That is the spirit yeah. that dwells on the inside of me. If I need wisdom, I'm like Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of wisdom. Give me wisdom. I feel weak. Lord, you are the spirit of might. Give me strength. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's going on. I don't know how to sort out this problem. My husband is the one who used to do it though. Lord, mm-hmm. show me what help me to understand. Come fear on. of God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Mm-hmm. The reverent fear of God enables me to stay in line. I choose mm-hmm. to do that. I choose to do that. So my lady, it's a life based wow. on the word of God. Wow. Choosing to live your life by design, by mm. the plan of God. The plan mm-hmm. of God is found throughout the word of God. What is it mm. that you need to do? What is it yeah. that you need to do? God is mm. going to show you from the mm. word of God. So that is how I choose to to um to live my life. He told wow. me open a book of remembrance as a strategy. Mm. I yeah. have a book of remembrance just to show you. He told me yeah. get up, go into book world. Can you see that? Yeah. Book. Mm-hmm. Go into book world, buy a book and every day you wake up as you go through your your day, write down my miracles. Write down the favor you experience. Oh, write down any blessing that you receive. And I said, "Lord, what is this for?" He said, "You need a book of remembrance so that you can document your mm. blessing. Not just yeah. knowing theory, theology that David said, I was young mm. and old, now I'm old, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their children begging for bread, but you can write it down for you that this yeah. is what I have done for you and you will remember." Like the hymn says, count your blessings, name them one by one. Yeah. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. That's what I do on a daily basis. I write down every blessing, every breakthrough, every miracle. When I look at my record, I am blessed. There's no reason for me to be depressed. I am blessed because this God who did it yesterday I'm facing new trouble today. He's going to do it for me today. Wow. Just like Joshua. Joshua was in war. When Moses' arms were were raised up, the the the, the children of Israel were winning in that war. Mm-hmm. When Moses' arms were down, the children of Israel were losing. God said to me, "Worship me. When you worship me, you will stand. When you worship me, you will and praise me, you will win." And not only that, The Bible records that uh Moses after the 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 children of Israel in the desert had their first war and won. Mm. The Lord said to Moses, "I want you to record this." Mm. Not only recording it for the generations to come. He said, "Make sure that Joshua 
reads it. Mm. That record, I believe, is what enabled Joshua, that experience and reading about it from the scroll that Moses had written. It enabled Joshua when they were now about to enter the promised land and the spies were sent into the promised land. When they came back, it was just Joshua and Caleb who said, even if those people are strong, they are giants, we can win the battle. Mm. Why? Because they could recognize the God that protected them from the first fierce battle that they had. So I don't want to be like the children of Israel mm. who sinned against God and yeah. kept on referring to Egypt. If mm. we're in Egypt, we ate, eh, we are hungry in this desert. We are mm. thirsty in this desert. Would have mm. had our our meat and our our you know our vegetables mm. and our, yeah. our, our our meats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> in fact, God should have just killed us in Egypt. That's one thing they said. He should have killed us in Egypt. Yeah. And yeah. here some widows say, Lord, I should have died with my husband. What mm. happened to your purpose? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What happened to your purpose Mm-mm. as a human being, as yeah. an individual that was mm. formed separate from the husband that you had? Mm. And that's why I love that you're talking about the book of remembrance that's very uh, powerful because you see, when we write down the miracles that God has done, that becomes our basis for trusting him again going forward. And like mm-hmm. we have said that this is a daily thing you have to do. You know, you don't just pray once. The Bible says pray without ceasing. You don't just invite the Holy Spirit once. You have to keep you know, walking in the spirit, walking by faith. And so when you write down things that God has done before, that brings to remembrance what he is able to do, you know, even in, in your new circumstances. And I love that you came up with that, you know, writing down what God is doing, because I guess that's what uh, assures you of the victory going forward. It's about if God's done it before, he can do it again and he can do even much more. Um, I tell you, there's just so much that you've touched on. I I wrote a few notes here. For those that are watching us, um, this is a broad topic. I'm sure you agree with me that this woman is loaded. And Lady Joy, I just want to say thank you for coming on the program. But we are not done. We've just scratched the surface. You know, I would have loved us to venture into other areas like... um, how did your relationship with your sons change, you know, uh, with what has happened? How did, did you help them cope? You know, um, did you change your parenting style? You know, all those things. I would like us to please come back and address some of the other dynamics that came with this huge change that happened in your life. Because it didn't just affect your life. It affected your sons as well. And everything right. else really that you are about the way you do ministry the way you even show up because now you show up as a single woman so how has that been you know there's all these aspects i'd like us to touch on and so um, i am promising my viewers (laughs) that you are coming back is that a fair uh thing to ask that you would come back and just mm, mm. so honest yeah honestly um 
you you have a well of wisdom I'll, i could just sit here and listen to you all day but just as a matter of recap um some of the strategies that lady joy touched on she talked about you know i love she talked about judging god correctly you need to be able to judge god correctly he's not mean he's not out to get you he's not unfair he is in control he's not surprised about your situation and then Amen. she says have a revelation of the love of god know that you are loved regardless of what's happening around you and then she talked about you know celebrating her husband's life and and not actually regretting that he has left the earth um and then she also touched on um the traditions of men don't allow tradition to hold you back you know after you've done your grieving after you've done your mourning period remember we talked about 30 days after you've done that it's time to get up but not in your own strength it's time to tap into the the supply of the holy spirit that strengthens you to begin to design that life you know that that you will live uh in the spirit of God and by the word of God. She also touched on forgetting Egypt, stopping wishing that your husband hadn't died or your 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 mother hadn't died or your brother hadn't died. You know, don't look back in regret. Look back in gratitude that God gave you that person for that season and celebrate. You heard Lady Joy say, celebrate the good times that you had and don't wallow in the regret of what you could have done right, what you could have done better, what you could have said before they passed on. Um, I also love the book of remembrance because, you know, if you don't take account of what God has done before, your trust will be shaken when trials come moving forward. And so I really, really want to say to everyone that joined us today, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Rise and Thrive. This has been a wisdom conversation around living life by design. And our guest, Lady Joy, has been simply amazing. And she will be coming back to build on uh, this topic, life by design, how to overcome grief, you know, after losing a loved one. How do you begin to thrive again? How do you rise? We've heard today how you rise and how you begin to thrive. But we will be expanding further when she comes back on the program. And be sure not to miss this one. I ask you now to just share this video. We've received a lot of wisdom in this wisdom conversation. And you wouldn't want another sister, another brother, not to have these wisdom keys in their hands. So you have freely received with the same encouragement. Remember the scripture we opened with, with the same encouragement that you have received. Go and encourage others. Uh, Lady Joy, I just want to say again, thank you. I believe beyond the word, beyond connecting with the wisdom that we've discussed, there is just a grace in prayer that you can't find anywhere else. So who better than you to pray into the lives of those widows, those people that are have lost loved ones and have been struggling to arise and begin to thrive and live a life um, that is designed by God. So please do pray for us as we close. Thank you. Amen. I, 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 before the program, I heard the Lord say to me, no more rubble. No more rubble in the lives of my children. No more rubble. Um, in Nehemiah chapter 4, um, there was a lot of rubble and some of the, the, the Israelites thought, we can't even rebuild because there's too much rubble. And you may be feeling 
how do I rebuild my life? How can God even, you know, make me anew, restore my life? There's too much rubble. There's too much brokenness, too many bricks. May the Lord use the rubble that's in your life today. The brokenness in your life today, may he use it. May he anoint it. May he use it to build you up again so that those experiences will be seen from the light of God, from the perspective of God. And you'll be able to stand like I am standing today. I've been in it. I've been through it. And the Lord has helped me to get to a place where I can share my life with other people. May the Lord remove um, the, the, the pain that you're experiencing right now in the name of Jesus. May the Lord enable you to be, to arise one, one more time, to arise in him. Put your hand in the hand of the master. May the Lord calm the storm in your life in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give you strength strength to your inner man the bible yeah. says that when a, 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 the spirit of a, a man is crushed what i mean what can come out of that that life may the lord strengthen your inner man strengthen your inner man and bring his healing his healing over your mind over your emotions over your will over your body over your spirit in the name of jesus that you will be able to stand whole nothing missing nothing that you'll be able to testify that indeed the Lord has brought me this far. The Lord has brought me this far. He's been with me throughout this journey and he has brought me to this place of healing, of strength, of testimony, of revelation in the name of Jesus. May the Lord comfort you. May the Lord, the Holy Spirit, enable you to judge God properly Mm. in Jesus' name. Live your life by design and not by your circumstances. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Oh, wow. What a powerful, powerful uh, wisdom conversation. Once again, thank you, Lady Joy. And uh, to all our viewers here on Rise and Thrive, thank you for joining us. Until next time, it's goodbye from us. And remember, you can rise from any circumstance. You go and conquer the things that have conquered you in the past because this time around, you are facing them with God. So Lady Joy, thank you once again. And uh, from us here in our virtual studio, it's goodbye and God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Rise and Thrive. I hope it has been of help to you. Feel free to share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, it's goodbye.